0: Hey team, today's episode of the Small Business Big Marketing Show is brought to you by Web Central and Design Crowd. For many business owners, getting that website live, then keeping it updated, feels like pulling teeth. Well, it doesn't have to be that way. Get the team at Web Central on your side and owning a website will be more like, I don't know, floating in a bath of warm, warm gooey marshmallows. Check them out at webcentral.com.au forward slash Timbo. And what about design? Do you love the way your business presents itself to the world? You should. Do you have a beautiful logo people comment on? Brochures they don't want to throw away? Why not? It's not that hard. Get Design Crowd on your side over at designcrowd.com.au forward slash Timbo. Now, let's do this. Imagine coming up with a world first idea. That'd be pretty cool. And what if it made the world a much better place? (laughs) Even cooler. And what if that business boomed? Surely that wouldn't be a problem, would it? Well, for today's guests, it is a problem, a big problem.
1: Well, I say, welcome to a small business marketing show where successful small business owners share their souls. To take your marketing straight to the lead now, here's your host, Mr. Timbo Reed.
0: And welcome back to another episode of Australia's number one marketing show. I am your host, Timbo Reed. But <laughs> you. So much more importantly, you're a motivated business owner and you are ready to crank out some great marketing to turn that beautiful, beautiful business of yours into the empire it deserves to be. And that is exactly what we do around here. Big show today, team. We're joined by two young Australians of the year, Nick and Lucas from Orange Sky Laundry, a charity that washes homeless people's clothes. And I've got some feedback from a very annoyed listener <laughs> as per usual there is marketing g-o-l-d dripping from the ceiling over here at small business big marketing's hq so let's get stuck right in right the boys from orange sky laundry are just around the corner but first a quick update on a recent episode about whether racing car sponsorship is a good idea well it looks like it is Steve Keel, my guest on that episode, emailed me during the week telling me this. He says, hey, Timbo, loved the episode you did on our client race day. FYI, one of our members closed a $90,000 deal on the day that he doesn't believe he would have done without putting his client in the racing car. And that's just one example of the many deals that went on throughout the day, end quote. Thanks, Steve, for the update. As they say... (laughs) You can't argue with the numbers. Okay, be sure to stay tuned after this interview because you and I are going to band together and help these two young blokes bring some pride and self-esteem back to homeless people. Lucas Patchett and Nicholas Machesi are the founders of Orange Sky Laundry, the world's first free mobile laundry service for the homeless. In 2014, they had this crazy idea to put two washing machines and dryers in a van and wash and dry homeless people's clothes for free. It's now, unfortunately, experiencing rapid growth, doing over six tonnes of laundry every week. It also leads to hundreds of hours of positive conversations. The night following this interview, I found this out firsthand when I went and helped out. In the one hour it takes to do a load, there's nothing to do but sit down on one of their orange chairs and have a chat with one of their homeless friends. I'm going to share some of these chats and my personal experience in an upcoming episode. Suffice to say, guys, it was absolutely life changing. These blokes are making a huge difference, so much so that they are our young Australians of the year for 2016. So, I started off by asking them the question I know is on all our minds
2: Where do those bloody socks go? I think our machines are magical in the back of our van, so we. Um I think, blessed with, with some awesome volunteers who who make sure the socks <laughs> don't go walkabout. Um, maybe it's the machines are a bit higher, so it's easy to see in the yeah, dark right. and they don't go missing. So, ah. I don't know. We haven't lost too many socks, Nick, have okay. we? Okay. No, I don't think
0: so. Uh, let's talk homeless people for a minute before we get stuck into the orange sky idea. Melbourne's Lord Mayor recently said, don't give money to the homeless. Give it to the charities that help them. What do you say to that?
1: I guess Lucas and I are very new to to homelessness in Australia but what we know is that 105,000 Australians tonight are homeless it means that one in 200 of us uh, don't have a safe place to call home so what we've found is a really simple way to give back to the homeless community but what we do is something that everyone can do uh, we talk about Orange Sky Laundry's impact being to connect the community mm-hmm. and that is something that you can't put any monetary value on so $5 isn't going to fix homelessness $2 million is not going to fix homelessness homelessness can actually be fixed through people feeling connected back in with the community
0: yeah right it is pretty uh confronting i've just taken an office in the city and i haven't been to the city for a long time so the last two months i have been coming in every day and it's quite confronting i must say every corner it would be fair to say almost which is almost a damning an indictment on melbourne and other big cities isn't
2: it i I think nick and i you know came into melbourne about 12 months ago with our laundry van and we didn't know too many people didn't know what the the problem was like down here and we what we are really proud of is that every service that we operate is always run by the locals and driven by local mm-hmm. knowledge. So we purely work with the service providers down here to um, provide our service. And I suppose um, the issue of homelessness is something that, you know, is, is quite a big issue in today's mm. society and something that we're trying to do a little bit for.
0: Now I'm in all of you guys, 2016 Young Australians of the Year and responsible for putting a smile on the faces of thousands of homeless people in the last couple of years. How does that make you feel, Nick?
1: I guess we're all everyday blokes. Don't be humble, right? (laughs) Don't give me the everyday blokes. Yeah, well, well we are everyday blokes and that's the crazy (laughs) thing is that one weekend we had a really crazy idea of chucking those two washing machines and two dryers in the back of an old van and and driving around Brisbane, purely just wanting to help our Brisbane homeless friends, but didn't realize that we would stumble on a world first and something that really did some really significant things through washing, drying clothes, we're able to restore respect raise health standards and reduce the strain on community resources. But Mate,
0: you are on message. You are <laughs> tick of those. love it. But-, but seriously, like, just sit back for a minute. How does it make you feel? Have you, do you ever stop and go, you know, and I'm not suggesting, oh, you know, we feel amazing for it, but.
1: No, absolutely, and you know, people from all around the world um, donate to us. People from all around the world support us. Orange Sky Laundry's got 622 volunteers, and that's pretty special. Is that um, you know, Orange Sky Laundry is far from Nick and Lucas, and to be on the forefront of something that every day is helping people is really, really cool, and that's what motivates us. Lucas and I are both volunteers. We don't get a mm. cent from Orange Sky Laundry, um, but every day, what motivates us is that knowing that there are people out there. That, whose lives are made better through our wonderful volunteers. And yeah, program. right. What about you, Lucas?
2: I, I think just exactly what Nick said. The The impact um, that we've stumbled on is, yeah. is really amazing. Like our first van, Sudsy, was was really a fun project. It was old Sudsy. Ten, ten trips back and forth. Um, from is, that, local, is that a name, is it? Yeah, Sudsy. Sudsy, oh, local, local hardware store, you know, lots of wood, orange paint. Um, we've got 20 different types of orange inside the van. So um, really a fun project to start it and then, you know, slowly snowballed and kept gathering momentum and gathering volunteers, helping homeless friends and, and having people really proud to be a part of the... Orange homeless friends? Yeah, so, so at Orange Sky, we never ever used the C word, um, which is clients or customers. We always used the oh, F I word, see. which is friends. Did so, you have
0: homeless friends when you before you started Orange Sky?
2: Uh, I suppose for, for Nick and I, when we were first starting, we um, knew the impact that the converse, that conversations can have mm-hmm. and we always felt, um, didn't like how service providers... Potentially, because we we don't see ourselves as a service provider, we see ourselves as a as a catalyst for connection in the community. So we didn't like how people use clients and customers to describe the people that they help. So we very early on decided we needed a, a name. nice so friends. Um, friends.
0: Love it, and that's what it is. So the idea for Orange Sky, you blokes were both travelling, uni students. It, um, tell us about the day. That little idea popped into your head.
1: I probably had no friends and wanted to make <laughs> friends. <laughs> <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> Lucas Is that was down, for you or both of you? Lucas was down one girlfriend. So. <laughs> 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 but I guess really through high school and growing up, we had an opportunity to go out on some food vans and I guess we're both really curious people and it's like well there's people in our backyard just down the road that are like my my brother or my dad or my uncle that are just like us but one or two or three things gone wrong in their life mm-hmm. and they're you know sleeping on a park bench just down the road from my house so that was something that I found really confronting but H- was- H-
0: just tell me about how confronting Nick because we've all had those moments of like you know you you see a homeless person or you see someone not as lucky as yourself and you kind of go, you know, you might say a prayer, you might throw him a few bob, but you guys really took action. Like, what, what was it?
1: I guess getting to know people's story, and then that what Lucas was saying is that friendship is formed, and through time, um, really great friendships are formed, and getting to know people's story. And I think each and everyone, every person we help, story mm. really is what motivates our team of volunteers and our service. Is that we're all made of the same stuff, and you know, just things in our life do go um, in different directions and, and make us, uh, you know. Uh, different people which is great but the cool thing about our service is that laundry takes time and Mm -hmm. through that hour there's nothing you can do except sit down and have a chat so that's really great to to be able to sit down and have a chat and we didn't actually realize when we started this program we just wanted to start a way that our mates could give back to the community and we could just catch up help people that was our our key mission Um, and then to improve the hygiene standards of the homeless but being young blokes we didn't realize that it actually takes time to wash clothes you don't leave it on the floor of a bedroom or you don't chuck it in and come home from work and it's done so we really now the biggest impact our service makes is far from those washing machines and dryers it's those really positive and genuine conversations so
0: explain how this business works Lucas. you guys roll you got 10 vans on the road around australia each with a different name yep a couple of names sudsy who else we got
2: kathy in brisbane uh, bubbles at the gold coast tubsy in sydney (laughs) dasher in canberra Uh, jelly fish and jelly so these vans
0: roll up to a, a predetermined destination how how
2: does it work so, so before we as i said before we we always work with the local services to to build a schedule so every single service that we operate around Australia it's over 66 locations
0: local services being like
2: a, like a, a food van or, oh, okay. or a drop in center so here in Melbourne we're out sort of as north as um, Fitzroy and down yep. to St Kilda um, and and then around the city as well yeah, so right. working alongside um, local service providers, because they've got the respect. They've got the rapport in the communities that we want to work in. Gotcha. Um, so we immediately tap off that and then start building our own respect and rapport. So we rock up alongside them or at their center and then, you know, press a few buttons, turn everything on, pull out our six orange chairs and, you know, sit down, maybe chuck some washing on and have a really awesome chat. So
0: And that therein lies the magic, right? It's not the washing,
2: it's the chat. Definitely. the um, Short cycle, long cycle. Well, 27 minutes for a wash, which Ooh, is short. pretty short. Um, mm. So commercial, we've got really awesome commercial washing machines. Yeah, yeah. And, and then the drying, you know, in Brizzy when it's just T-shirt and a pair of pants, it's about 15 minutes, but down here there's a few more blankets and thicker jackets are probably up towards 40 minutes. So around about an hour to wash and dry someone's clothes. and So you, um,
0: you do, you, you put that washing on and then you say, okay, let's sit down, have a chat. Yeah, we, do you encourage it? Or some people I imagine would not want
2: to do that? But by no means force it. And, and what we're... Really about is building up that trust, building those relationships. And for someone, it might take five minutes. For someone, it might take 12 months to build that relationship up. To actually, um, it might start with sort of peering in, looking at the van, and then slowly to oh, I might bring you know a few things down, or talk to my mates who's washed it. And then um, you know 12 months later, it's you know I'm bringing a whole bag down, I'm sitting down, having a chat. All the awesome volunteers, and really our volunteers every single week us are the same faces, so people get very familiar and that's why we, you know, use a friends word. Mm -hmm.
1: And our volunteers aren't trying to fix anything or preach anything or teach anything. You know, we're not religiously or politically motivated. Um, So we're just there to sit down and have a chat. And that's a really cool thing is that we're by no means counsellors, we're no means social workers. We're just everyday volunteers that are Mm -hmm. sitting down having a chat and those conversations are are really special. They improve um, our volunteers' lives and our homeless friends' lives.
0: love you to share a moment in the last sort of almost two years since you've been on the road with Orange Sky that really kind of made you go wow.
1: For, for me it was uh, one really close to, to here in Melbourne um, you know our very first van um, went well and we're really excited to grow our, our service but we didn't know what we looked that would look like and Lucas and I hadn't spent much time down here in Victoria so we drove our van from Brisbane down here to Melbourne after building it um, during university exams, came down here in the middle of winter um, and just rocked up uh, near Flinders Street to, to Batman Park. It was an incredibly cold night and never before did we wash clothes in Melbourne and we knew that there was a service provider going there that night and met two people by the name of uh, John and Tony Um, and those people really welcomed us into their community they were living under the bridge there and they were really doing it quite tough with the cold and we said hey guys I know this sounds crazy but this van here we can wash and dry your clothes for free tonight you know massive smiles on their faces and really then they chucked their washing in Um, but the really cool thing is we got to know John and Tony. Tony was from America and came over here um, on a holiday uh, got some work and, and really sort of started to build his own sense of community but then lost the support around him Tony then through that winter period actually got pneumonia and passed away and it was really significant point in, in my life knowing that there are people out there that don't have access to that basic human right of clean clothes and conversations but Tony was just like you know friends of mine mm. in America and um, one or two or three things had gone wrong in his life he was incredibly cold um, and a pretty significant thing in his life we were able to contribute to was one getting to know Tony but also to be to wash and dry his clothes. What about you, Lucas? Uh, I think for me,
2: um, as a good friend of ours up in Brisbane by the name of Jared, and Jared was one of those guys that did take a bit of time to build up that trust. He was, you know, very much onlooked from afar to to begin with, and soon became a supporter of Iron Sky, but, but then didn't really believe that he was worthy of using it because due to the fact he was Indigenous, so mm-hmm. he um, he felt there was a, a bit of a disconnect between himself and the service, and you know. After about 12 months, I still remember the day that he decided to bring his clothes down and wash it and the volunteers just all celebrated. (laughs) And he, you know, now he, um, is with us three days a week, helping us at our our warehouse folding clothes and- and Still homeless? Screen printing teacher. He's actually moved into accommodation now, which is, which is great. But, but for Jared, that trust that built up over time and really breaking down those barriers between, you know, where he thought he, where he thought he was sort of being pushed into Mm -hmm. versus where our volunteers and stuff- including him in that community was was a massive thing and you know we see Jared on, on a regular basis and he talks about you know the impact that orange guys had on him has been been very significant so that
1: one that one's for me
0: do you guys have those moments every day?
1: Absolutely. And that's what motivates us is that for us meeting people from all around the world who are different and that really being a sponge for for that. So, you know, whether that's a new homeless friend, when we launch our service in Tasmania in a few weeks or an opportunity to share our story and people saying, Hey, that's a great idea. How can I be involved? Or someone from the other side of the world, just sharing our story or donating. Mm -hmm. Um, Every person that we meet really motivates us and supports us in what we do. And it's a privilege to be a part of that. Are you capturing all this? Do you write, you writing chapters of the book as you go or are you, uh, you do little video diaries or? I can't even spell my own name, so i definitely not writing it down. <laughs>
2: Where, where'd you say that? Cause I was going to get it wrong. <laughs> we've got bits and bobs sort of bits around the bobs. place, I, I suppose. It is a, it is one thing we are passionate about is, is sharing those stories and, and challenging those stereotypes mm-hmm. around homelessness. So that's always got room to grow and, and even just, just to add one more story and we're, we're in Sydney the other week. Go for week. gold. Um, we're in Sydney the other week and washing clothes with, with a representative foot, football club. And uh, I don't know if you guys get the rugby league down here, but there's some pretty serious rugby league players, and they're doing it for a bit of a, a story on TV and, and whatnot, and getting into the community and, and helping out. So we are just about to drive the van down to where it always serviced on a Tuesday night, and we said, boys, who wants to drive the van? And a <laughs> couple of big footy players, lots of tattoos and stuff, put their hands up, chucked on the keys, and they jumped in the van, drove down, and then pulled up to where we always pull up. And, and as they were sort of stopping, put the windows down and um, a couple of our, hom- our homeless friends sort of poked their head and said, you're not Jess and Maz, we're our Tuesday night volunteers. And for me, it really reminded <laughs> us the impact of that those yeah, relationships right. built up over time. They didn't care that these guys were representative 40 yeah. players. They just wanted to see their volunteers. For they wanted cons- a bit so. of consistency. They've made friends. Exactly. So... Um, and then when the volunteers did rock up a, a half an hour or so later, um, they were stoked to see him. So those relationships have built up over time. Is, Am I right really awesome.
0: in saying one of you guys in your first week or two, who studied engineering? Me. So one of your first friends that came to get their washing done was a bloke who was in the year above you at school or uni?
2: Yeah. So so the very first guy we ever washed clothes for, his name was Jordan. And he um went to school 100 meters up the road from me at a very similar school, went to the same university as me, studied the same degree as me, was sort of probably four or five years down the track from where I was, but worked as a fully qualified engineer in industry, suddenly lost his job, few sort of decisions that didn't go his way. Wow. And he found himself sleeping on the streets. And for me, it was like the first time we'd ever washed clothes was, a, was a massive reminder to us that, uh, you know, it's one or two little things can go wrong and you can find yourself homeless, but also the power of that conversation the impact it can have not only on our homeless friends, but also on, on our volunteers. So for me, that's you know, 20 months ago, but it's still crystal clear in my head that morning of, of washing and drying those clothes.
0: Wow, great stories, huh? I really am in awe of these guys. I don't know what you were doing at the ripe old age of 22, but I was working hard at playing hard. I had a job, but I was pretty selfish and just living for the next laugh, really. <laughs> Not much has changed, actually. Coming up, I asked the boys to wrap some numbers around where they're at, and where they need to be to make a serious dent in this global problem. And guess what? You're going to join me in helping them. Support for this show comes from website experts Web Central. If you've ever tried to get a website designed and developed, you'll know it can be a bit like pulling teeth. Ah! Verity Ma, Web Central's chief marketing officer, agrees. It's actually very time consuming because it's not just building it and getting it live. If you want to run a successful online business, you have to also manage it, update it regularly with
1: content, optimise it for SEO, probably run some advertising on either search or Facebook. And so that's not what really you want to spend your time doing in your business. You want to be focused on your customers and really converting those leads that you're getting from your website into true sales.
0: Web Central, freeing you up to focus on getting that cash register ringing. If you need your website updated or maybe you just need a website, visit webcentral.com.au forward slash Timbo for some exclusive listener offers.
1: Get on Timbo's mailing list over at smallbusinessbigmarketing.com.
0: The Small Business Big Marketing Show is also grateful for the support of Aussie-owned business, designcrowd.com, the world's number one custom design marketplace where it's beautifully simple and cheap. I love cheap. To get a design you love, Guaranteed. I asked founder Alec Lynch what problems Design Crowd solved for us small business owners.
2: Buying design has traditionally been an expensive process, a slow process, and a risky process. Design Crowd's crowdsourcing solution fixes those problems.
0: DesignCrowd.com a faster, cheaper, more creative way to get a custom logo, graphic, or print design for your business. For a special VIP offer that can save you up to $100 on your first design, visit designcrowd.com forward slash Timbo. Righto, back to Orange Sky Laundries, Nick and Lucas. I know there's not a typical homeless person. I'm very naive in this space, but clearly we are talking about everything from an educated person who made a wrong decision Through to someone who really just never had two bob to bless themselves with, correct? And everything in between?
1: That, that's right and you know the, our homeless friends are really special people and that's why we use that F word is that um, we aren't trying to treat anything or fix anything or, or preach anything we just want to build friendships and through those that time that takes wash and dry clothes we get to know people and that's really great you know we've got vexiologists to our what homeless is friends a vexiologist? that's a flag, flag expert. expert so uh, one of our homeless friends up in Brisbane Paul uh, knows every flag his favourite flag Capital is South, cities, South, every... South Africa <laughs> that's a gift um, and you know that, that's really great We've got people um, like. Do you just go? Do you test him? Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, he's he's out of control, and you know, <laughs> his highlight of the year is he, he saves up sort of a bit of his a bit of his money every week and goes down to Sydney for the for the vexillology wow. vexillology gotcha. conference every yeah, year. Yeah. So, um, is in, incredibly passionate. flies the flag, so to speak. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you very much. <laughs>
0: hey, uh, wrap some numbers around where Orange Sky Laundry is at the moment. You know, you've got 10 vans on the road. I understand you've got 600 volunteers out there. Other numbers, uh, money raised, socks washed, whatever you got.
2: So um, just over 150,000 kilos of, of free laundry. So what that equates to is over 15,000 loads. So the mm-hmm. really cool thing about those loads is that behind every single one of those loads is a, is a really special story. Yep. And what that translates to is it, just over... Um, the 29,000 hours of really positive and genuine conversation between those 600 volunteers and those cycles, mm-hmm. which is really our volunteers getting to know our homeless friends and, and sharing those stories. So I suppose 10 vans, each each van costs us 100, 100 grand each, so you can do your own maths on that one. And um, yeah, that's sort of a snapshot of where Orange Sky is today. What did I forget, Nick?
1: We, uh, we go to 66 locations around Australia at the same time, same place every week. Mm-hmm. Um, and every week, Orange Sky Laundry is doing about 5.9 tonne of free laundry.
0: Wow. 100 grand to put a van on the road. How much to run a van each week?
2: A van costs us 60 grand to keep on the road for a year. For so a year. About 5,000 okay. bucks a week.
1: So. But each each load of washing also costs us $6. So to wash and dry someone's clothes costs $6. And, and doing all those cycles every week um, adds up. But it's really great that we're able to connect our donors with that load of washing. Mm-hmm. So um, all of our vans run off an app, and every load of washing, like Lucas said, has a story associated with it. So whether it's Jordan's Washing in Brisbane um, or one of our homeless friends in Sydney or anywhere, um, we register that and we push that back to our donors so someone who's donating from Abu Dhabi or Germany or um, from St Kilda can be notified of the impact that they made and they feel really part yeah, of right. our community.
0: So let me understand that. Orange Sky Laundry got an app. I can, I can get, download that app. I can donate. And you're then going to tell me where the vans are and what impact that particular donation's made or...? It's it's not dissimilar to Daniel Flynn from Thank You, where you buy a bottle of water and you've got a tracking code on the back, and you can see which well you're financing in a third world country, right?
1: Absolutely, very close to that. And what we really want to do is make sure that our donors feel connected in with our community. That's our core cool mission is to connect the yep. community, um, but also really share stories. And like Lucas said, every load of washing has a really powerful story of the person who's washed the clothes, a wonderful volunteer in our service. So the Orange Sky Laundry app actually isn't something that's out there in the market. It's actually for our volunteers to operate and. And wash the machines, it makes the bubbles come out of the van, turns the water on, it controls all the pressures, but also it registers that information. And someone who donates through our website online just gets an email saying where that donation's gone to.
0: You frustrated by anything?
1: I, th- I think for me, you know, what, what I'm frustrated by um, is that we've found something that is easily scalable and we've found something that improves people's lives. And the exciting thing about that is that in 20 months since we started, we've been able to grow 10 vans, but also we know that there are people who are homeless all around the world. Um, and Orange Sky Laundry is the only person people in the world that are providing free mobile laundry really? to our homeless friends. So we want to be on the forefront of growing Orange Sky Laundry around the world. And I guess the frustrating thing is, is that we can we've got something that works and we've got something that can operate all around the world we just need to to do it and that's the exciting thing
0: have you got sponsors jumping out of the cupboard out of the washing machine to support you (laughs) Uh,
1: we're we're
2: always looking for for new sponsors we've got a few really nice partnerships both both on national level i'm allowed to give plugs you go mate (laughs) um so so the good guys help us out this
0: is an entire plug this in this episode i've been wanting to get you guys on for a long time
2: (laughs) so the the good guys lg and richard j laundry who who are all sort of in the laundry industry.
0: Do they throw Um, money your way or machines? and Bit
2: bit of this, bit of that. So um, machinery, uh, Richard J look after all our servicing. So machine breaks will be fixed on the day, no matter where it is. They've got national sort of coverage of of contractors and LG give us all our machines. The good guys sort of help us out administratively and and sort of behind the scenes as well and really invest in us growing. growing So so
0: what's got to happen? Because it's 10 trucks, 10 vans at the end of the day. You're not really making a dent right now. It's a big idea, it's the right idea, it's scalable, it's marketable, it's easy to talk about, it would be easy to get people involved in it. So what's got to happen for you guys to have, you know, come back in a year's time and say there's a thousand vans on the road in multiple countries?
2: I think I think my, tapping off, off what you asked before about the frustrations. Yeah. My, my frustrations Let it out. have really changed, I think, over the last 20, your dirty 20, laundry. 20 months. <laughs> And, um, to start with, it was, there's lots of people saying, you know, that's not going to work, you guys are idiots, machines aren't supposed to be in the back of the van. We sort of kept kept working through it, eventually got a company, Richard J to say yes to us. And and they said, you know, we want to give you washing machines to to try this and give it a crack. And now they've given us 44 machines. So Mm -hmm. that growth over time, and I think the frustrations now, as Nick was saying, is that it is incredibly scalable, there's almost not enough hours in the day, there's not enough people on our team to, to make it all happen as quickly as we want it to, we, we want to, you know, if we could buy 10 vans and start building them tomorrow, we could, but unfortunately there's three people in Australia who know how the vans will work put together. So it's a very like transfer of knowledge is something that you can't spend There are
0: enough. only three people in Australia who know how to put a washer and a dryer in
1: the back of a Toyota van. Special, you tell it, really? A special Orange Sky laundry van.
2: Come on boys. You
0: can't be that hard, is it?
1: No, it isn't. And that's your, a, your
0: hands are the, the dirtiest hands I've ever
1: seen. Yeah. Nick, what do you, what's going on there? Just finished building building the Tassi, really yeah, I've been telling everyone, I just finished building the Tassie van last night at right. a crazy hour, so it's, uh, I've got to find Terps in Melbourne. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> Is it really that hard to, to get a van, just three people?
1: That's a big block. That's a blockage. It it is, and it is the biggest bottleneck. Is that right. um Orange Sky Laundry is really limited to Nick and Lucas, and um, Ooh, that's something that we. That's what we're really working on now. Is that three months ago, or two months ago, Orange Sky Laundry was just Nick and Lucas and all these wonderful volunteers. But um, we know that when we're rolling out services internationally next mm-hmm. year, we can't be the ones that service the generator and build the vans. So we've got now a wonderful team of six that operate Orange Sky Laundry um, in a full time role in Australia, and that'll grow up. So our core mission now is really. To stabilize and scale Orange Sky Laundry around Australia, but then also work on ways that we can grow internationally.
0: Why would you want to grow internationally? Like I get, it, it theoretically makes a lot of sense, but the dent, as I said, it hasn't been made locally yet, and I imagine there's a fair bit to go. Like what 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 would what's it going to take to get Australia's homeless friends' clothes washed on a regular basis, all of them?
1: So each van in an area at the moment helps about 5% of the homeless population. But a really great thing about our services is that each van can operate 24 hours a day, seven days a week, anywhere. So the really great thing about where we are now is that we've got 10 vans that are out there but of those 10 vans are actually in about 30% operation so over time um, we're really getting our saturating areas with our vans but then what we're going to do is grow more services Mm -hmm. and each service we add helps more homeless friends and provides more volunteering opportunities but the unique thing about Orange Sky Laundry's model is actually two things. One is that people who suddenly become homeless through natural disaster we can bring our vans to them so um, on Boxing Day last year Orange Sky Laundry washed and dried clothes um, along the Great Ocean Road. But more from that is that we actually hope as an organization that next year, 10 years time, whether we have 10,000 vans or, or 10, is that actually our vans are used to train and employ our homeless friends. So we don't want to be an organization that relies on people being homeless in the community. Everyone around the world needs laundry done. And if mm-hmm. that can be facilitated by people that used to be homeless, then we're doing a really good job.
0: Yeah. Righto. Well, I'm frustrated. I, I, I If there is sponsors listening, and I, there will be. There's a lot of cubicle escapes, I call them, <laughs> listening to this show. People trapped in corporate Australia, dying to get out. So before they escape, I would encourage them to um, to go and tap their bosses on the shoulder. How do they contact you in order to do that?
2: Be- best bets through the website. So orangecolandry.com is it easy? .au. Certainly. Is it all really? The, the, the email there right. L A U N D R Y.
0: Come on, corporate Australia, get on to it. Hey, um, <laughs> one of my Facebook friends finished with some fun questions, eh? Despite Orange Sky being a free service, do they still get complaints if they don't separate the colors properly?
2: We, uh, we, I don't really know how to do washing, <laughs> to be honest. So. <laughs> we just chuck it all in. So I just,
1: uh, I use it as like, you know, just put as much in, get it wet. Uh, but we've got a really great, we actually cold wash for our laundry experts ah. listening. So um, we cold wash, we've made our own Orange Sky Laundry detergent. So Lucas and I, when we started, this is, how much powder <laughs> do you put in? Called Mum. <laughs> Mom, we got you know what's going Lunt. on here. So we actually built a system that automatically puts that detergent in, so we can make sure that we are getting rid of those diseases. But cold wash twenty seven minutes, and then the drying we dry individually.
2: <laughs> Apparently the um, the the bed is if you can fit your hand in there with your full extension, um, that's a, that's enough for it. Lucas, too. you
0: know you're washing. <laughs> Tell me, you said you don't take a wage. Uh, you're both volunteers. You earning any money? You you barista somewhere, or you working at Macca's, or you're pulling any money from anywhere.
1: Like he has got a really good voice, so he sings on the street corners.
0: <laughs> Wins a few karaoke competitions. Yeah. So you're not earning a wage. You're both living at home. Yep. Who does the washing at home?
2: Don't don't want to answer that. Oh, one. who does the washing
0: at home? I can't finish. This. I need to know. Why are
2: you pointing to me? It's me. Um, we don't live together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 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 really lucky to have a, a mother. A who's great mother. An absolute <laughs> expert at washing, but also. Um, very generous with her time and in, in helping me out. So I'll Nick? give her props to that one.
1: I'll probably double Lucas's. as easy. You are
2: <laughs> embarrassing, both of you. Uh, do but, they ever... but what we do
1: is we, we don't like to take our work home with us. So
0: of course. <laughs> oh, there you go. Great excuse. Do they ever use nappy sand to get the hard stains out?
1: Hey, no. It's we've, big questions here. Yeah, we've got the wonderful orange sky laundry detergent. It's got an orange fragrance in it uh, and a high sanitizer. So no need for nappy sand. So,
0: so have you, re- you've actually, uh, is this something that people can buy in the stores? So it's, it's
1: more of a commercial product. Where we're working
2: with our, so that's another sponsor in Brisbane who helps us out with that. But yep. we're working on making sort of a, a domestic product as well to as an offshoot of that Yeah, why to, wouldn't you? Sell it. You need
0: to talk to Daniel Flynn. Mate, he's got about 35 products in the supermarket store now, having launched bottled water a few years ago. I'm seeing him next week. I'll tap him on the shoulder. Boys, I love what you do. I, you know, I had a tear in the eye when I was watching your video the other day. And when I first saw your idea, I just like as many, many people have also done, you just go, that's, why wasn't that invented like a long time ago? I mean, why is there homelessness to start with? But well done for doing what you're doing and, you know, come back in 12 months' time and tell me how you're going, eh? Thanks for sharing our story.
1: Hey,
0: what a great story, team. Nick and Lucas from orangeskylaundry.com.au. Now coming up, I've got some feedback from a very annoyed listener, but first here's my top three attention grabbers from my chat with the lads. Attention grabber number one, know your key messages. Go back and have a listen, in particular to Nick, who is an absolute pro at reeling off the key messages he wants to get across about Orange Sky. I'll give you an example. When I asked him, why does Orange Sky exist? He replies, one, to restore respect, two, to improve health standards, and three, to reduce the strain on resources. And what I noticed in doing research for this episode, in all the interviews that Nick's done, he answers that question exactly the same way. So, you know, like we don't have to reinvent the wheel. I encourage you all to have like three to five key messages that you share whenever you get the chance to talk about your business and doing so will build on each other each time. Attention grabber number two, have a name for your customers. Orange sky call theirs homeless friends. I call you guys my motivated business owners and I find doing so brings emotion and connection to your marketing. What are your customers called? And attention grabber number three, orange sky needs our support. It became bleedingly obvious. They're not even making, a well they're making a tiny, tiny dent in this homeless problem, but there's a long way to go. As I said, I helped out at an Orange Sky laundry the night after this interview, and I got to meet some homeless friends and I had some beautiful conversations, which I'm going to share in an upcoming episode. Now, I am more determined than ever to help these guys and grow Orange Sky to where it needs to be, and I want your help. How? Well, three ways. Number one, you can volunteer. There's a button on the website over at orangeskylaundry.com.au. You can offer up your voluntary services. You can donate some money. There's a donate button. They make it pretty easy. Or, and I like this one the most, introduce them to someone you know. You know, you may know someone at a large brand that's looking to, to partner up with a charity. You yourself might be a cubicle escapee stuck in a large brand and have some influence over who they can throw some money to. I don't know. You'll know better than me, but there are lots of ways you can do it. And that old six degrees of separation thing where someone knows someone knows someone always kicks into action. So I encourage you to help out orangeskylaundry.com.au. What grabbed your attention? Head over to small smallbusinessbigmarketing.com forward slash 320 and let me know. Righto, feedback from an annoyed listener. His name's Dean and he's from Borrow Kitchen. He left this on iTunes be it with a five-star rating, hey? He can't be that annoyed. Let's see what he's got to say. Hi, Mr. Timbo. I'm pretty annoyed with your latest podcast, episode 315, I think, with the gentleman and his shared workspace. Ah, that was Soren from Work Club. All right. You see, I have been wanting for a number of years to set up something similar within the hospitality industry, a shared kitchen space where chefs, cooks, business owners can do their thing without the prohibitive cost of setting up a full-scale kitchen. It's not a bad idea. As a chef myself, I can certainly appreciate the massive hurdle this presents. I have so far started a business called Borrow Kitchen, basically it's an equipment hire service for chefs. They can rent equipment in the event of a breakdown or for an event that they may need extra equipment for. Sounds like a good idea. I don't know why he's got his backup. up. And this is now why I am annoyed with your latest podcast. Uh huh. I now have to go and set this thing up, he says. Oh, I have motivated him into action, or Soren has anyway. That's why he backs up. You and your guest have motivated me to get it done. So thanks for the amazing podcast and all the nuggets of wisdom that your guests impart. I hope to be on your show one day with my story. Mate, I'd love that, Dean. If that is a goal, then go for it. Let me know when you feel you are ready. He finishes off by saying, oh, and in case you look at my website, it's about to be redone. Don't judge me! Four exclamation marks. Just a point on that to finish. You know, I can't tell you the amount of business owners that say, oh, you know, don't look at my website. I haven't done anything on it for a while or I'm about to update it. You know, my response, the honest response to that is enough. Update it. Do it. Change something. It might feel like a really big thing up front but chip away at it. Change one thing at a time and stop apologizing for your website. But I digress. Uh, Dean, I am glad I annoyed you into action and thank you for your five-star feedback. Listeners, if you want to leave a review on iTunes, I would love that. Include a marketing question in it and I'll answer it on an upcoming episode. Well, that almost wraps up another episode of the Small Business Big Marketing Show. If you loved it, great, then go ahead and pay it forward by letting another business owner know about the show. One I could do with a little bit of marketing love, because there's plenty more where this came from. Recently, I chatted with James Young, founder of Melbourne Rock and Roll Institution, The Cherry Bar, who courageously knocked back one of the world's biggest pop stars.
1: You know, at this particular point in time, mm-hmm. Lady Gaga is the biggest artist on earth. She's the number one um, most searched name on Google at that particular
0: point in time. So I decided to try to, to put a clever marketing spin on it. I just put a small to medium-sized post on the Cherry Facebook saying, am I the world's biggest idiot or the world's most creditable band booker?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Lady Gaga wanted to play at Cherry. I said, no, we respect our existing bookings. That very small post got picked up by a friend of mine who wrote for The Age she did a little thing online, and then it went boom, and uh, to the point where I was doing interviews with um, Spanish television and uh, USA Today, and and uh, the story ran not only online but in the actual Daily Mirror in London under the headline. Barmy bar owner says nah to gaga. Right. <laughs> it went boom all right. You can hear about the full impact of James's decision plus some other great marketing ideas in my full interview with James over at smallbusinessbigmarketing.com. Or go ahead and subscribe on iTunes for free. I'd love you to do that. and you will be notified every time a new episode comes out. Be sure to check out designcrowd.com.au forward slash Timbo if you need any marketing materials designed for that beautiful business of yours. There's an exclusive listener offer waiting for you and webcentral.com.au forward slash Timbo. They can build you a custom website and manage it as well. That way you can concentrate on what's important, which is growing your business. Until next week, I'm Timbo Reid. Thanks for listening to the Small Business Big Marketing Show. May your marketing be the best marketing. Bye for now.